What tabletop RPGer doesn't love dice? I do, and I'm sure you do too. So if you are looking to begin a dice collection, or let's be honest, add to yours, check out Dice Envy. Go through the link in our show notes, and you will be able to find many, many sets of beautiful dice of all different kinds and sizes. When you use the link in our show notes to go to the Dice Envy site, not only will you be able to shop their entire collection and catalog of various dice sets, but you will also help support this show because a small portion comes our way, which we will then immediately roll back into making this show better for you. So check them out, diceenvy.com, or better still, go to them through the link in our show notes. Hey stackers, do you feel like your games are bland and lacking in atmosphere? Well, fear not, because if you go to BattleBards.com, you can access a whole host of sound effects and background music that can really spice up your games. BattleBards.com offers a Prime subscription, and if you use our stack code STACK, you can get a 20% discount on this subscription. If you are a Prime member, you have access to a soundboard and editing tools, and the ability to stream sounds. This can be useful for adding like a dragon's roar to a final boss encounter or maybe some ambient tavern music for when your players are at the local inn taking a rest. Check it out at BattleBards.com. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. Somewhere up above the two of you, Womberbash and Farron, you hear Tira's footsteps, and you make your way up after her, and the three of you come skidding to a stop at the very top. As with the first pillar, the top of this one is mostly level, with the exception of an oblong object at the center of the 150-foot surface. It has the appearance of another coffin, although the style of this one is different than the last one. The walls and lid are shiny like glass, but are tinted a charcoal black. The frame surrounding the large pieces of glass is made of some matte-finished metal with a deep purple sheen to it. As you approach, you can make out a dim figure through the hazy glass, but the actual features are well obscured by the tinting. You hear a muffled voice from within. Is somebody going to let me out? Who, Who are you? You hear a gusty sigh. Answer me! Just let me out. No, answer me. Who's in there? My name is Thrinity. I guess I should thank you, but I'm not going to. <laughs> these, true, <laughs> these true bards are jerks. I know. <laughs> Who are you? We've already been over this. My name is Thrinity, and you are Tira. And you are Womberbash, and you are Farron. And how do you know who we are? The bard knows. Looks like somebody had some fun. And then with a lazy hand, she points down a couple times, and a couple of the lizards rise up from the floor, and they just start shambling around the room. What are you doing? I'm just having a little fun. It's been a while. She waves her hand, and they collapse back down to the floor. 
Listen, we might not want to make her upset with us, so let's just take it down a notch as far as how rudely we're speaking to her because she's obviously pretty powerful, so... There's a whooshing sound, and a cool gust pushes the hot air back down, and for a moment there's a feeling of relief from the oppressive heat. And then, landing gently, is the figure you remember from the first pillar. Without even paying attention to the three of you, he walks gently forward with his hands extended and a huge smile on his face. Ah, Trinity, it is good to see you again. How are you, child? And her her face that loses that that complete mask Lays. of ennui, exactly. And she she hurls herself into his arms and she hugs him and she's giggling. There's a very hot sensation oh. as you reach in, and metal burns the palm of your hand. Okay. The spoon is white hot. Mm. Are you going to the heat? Ow. <laughs> <laughs> it cools very quickly, okay, but okay. Uh, as you pull it out... Oh, it's my spoon. As you hold up the spoon, those little tips of stone flare. Circles of floating light appear, and they begin to grow bigger and bigger until you're looking at six discs arranged around the perimeter of the tower. And as you look, you see an image through each of them. Bash starts running toward the portal. As you race toward the portal, you hear an exasperated sigh from Trinity. I can't believe you gave them such an easy out. Hey, stackers, a couple quick notes before we get started. Had the opportunity last week, two weeks ago, to have a chat with Alex from BattleBards. We had about a one-hour chat. BattleBards has got some neat things coming up where they're doing a lot to change their site. So stay tuned. There's going to be some fun things coming, but it was just really cool to sit down and talk with him about our podcast and what we are hoping to get out of it. And they're looking at doing some interesting things. So stay tuned for more about that. I'm sure there'll be more coming up soon. Also, we have a quick announcement to make. It is Kat's birthday. And so what we're going to do is we're going to sing happy birthday to Catherine. Me, 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 me. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Catherine. Happy birthday to you. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> that is so sweet. <laughs> she says through gritted teeth. <laughs> if you're hoping to contact us, catch us on Twitter and Instagram at stackodice, or you can email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you in any of those ways. If you've not yet rated and reviewed us, please take a moment to do that. We'd appreciate it. And with that, Hello again, stackers. Thank you for joining us around the table as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbash Mum, And Catherine as Farron. Who's ready to tell a story? <laughs> me! You step through the portal. As your foot breaks the plane, it seems to elongate disconcertingly but then you're sucked through in a sensation that's a combination of electric tingling and a cool, rushing wind. Your senses are overcome temporarily as your eyesight narrows. Colors swirl and bend in this weird extra-dimensional space. Then at last, you're free and standing on the other side. You find yourselves on a roughly pebbled beach. Gray water 
rushes into shore to the north. Low, dark clouds hang in the air and rain lashes down. The landscape itself on a sunny day would probably be very bright and green, but today the grass appears gray and withered under the beating rain. Somewhere to the south and east of where you stand, maybe a half mile distant, a small village is clustered. You seem to see somebody standing at the entrance to the village, staring in your direction, and after a moment, ducks back into the protection of the buildings and disappears from sight. In between you and the village are a few scattered outbuildings, maybe farms or other various little outbuildings and so forth. But other than that, the landscape appears to be wide open and very plain-like. What are you all going to do? Talk amongst yourselves. Ugh. Um, we are way too exposed out here. Where's that village that we saw through the portal? Which direction was it again? Southeast. Looking around. We need, we need to get, we need to get under, undercover. I'm heading for the village. As she moves, you notice that Tira's wounds are leaking. Uh, her clothing is that rusty red. I reach out and grab Tira and say, wait, let's get you into one of these buildings first. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> I grab her My arm falls off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out How close are we to one of these buildings? The buildings themselves are... They're just kind of scattered. Maybe the nearest one is a few hundred yards. Okay. Does it look like a barn versus like an abode? If you have a picture of coastal Ireland or Scotland with the little stone shacks and things, that's kind of the idea. Some of them look like they might be stables or pens or something. Some of them might be dwellings. It's hard to tell. And some of them may just have the animals in the dwelling with the family. Uh, Okay. Anything. Just let's get undercover. Let's go, Wormerbash. Okay. Does it, do either one... You, I know you don't have healing. Do you have healing? Mm-mm. No one has healing. Okay. So what are you, where are you all headed? We're heading to one of the, I guess, the nearest outbuilding. You come to a low stone wall that's made out of field stone. It's been neatly piled. The grass has been maintained very well along its edge so that there's not stuff climbing up the wall. But again, there's just a very bleak feeling about this place. There is the sound of the occasional bleat of a lamb uh, coming from over the wall, but aside from that, it seems to be very still out here. Um, as we get under the protection, is this an enclosed building or kind of like a, just an overhang? Just an overhang. Okay. As we get under the protection from the rain, um, is there anything she can flop down on or is it just hay on the ground? There are some straw that's been scattered across the floor to help keep the water from getting in and making mud. There's a sweet smell and a slight warmth compared to the chill outside from the rain. There are a couple animals huddled here for shelter. Uh, There is a larger pile of, looks like, alfalfa for eating. Uh, It looks about the softest place here that you could possibly land. All right. She's going to stagger over to that pile and collapse uh, onto it. But after a breath or two... Uh, it's going to quickly assess where the worst of the damage is. I wasn't paying attention to where you said things were hitting me. I don't know that I said where they hit okay. you, so it's up to you to um, determine that. My left arm it has got a, a really bad gash up near the shoulder. So Tira is going to 
rummage in her sack and pull out that torn mint green shirt. She had already torn a strip off to tie around her face. Yeah, the poor so shirt. So it's no good anymore. <laughs> so she's going to start tearing that into strips mm-hmm. and and trying to, like with her teeth and, and uh, yeah. you know, trying to tie up that. Because it's like the worst of the seeping is coming yeah. from there. It's awkward uh, mm-hmm. as you see her. Well, Farron is also assisting okay. her to, 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 to tend to her wounds. Yeah. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to head out to the village to see if I can get anything to help you. All right, just stay low. Be careful. So I just I I look in the direction of south and I'm like and I just yep I take off. You vault over the wall, get back on the road, and make your way south and east towards the little village. We've split the party. <laughs> you pass another open pasture and here some horses are out grazing. Uh, they seem to be less concerned about the weather. Their ears flick every now and then as raindrops hit down in those spots, but they appear to be very healthy horses. Healthy as a horse. I was going to say, healthy as a horse. Quite nice looking. There's a chestnut and a, you know, a couple other nice looking horses. You make your way to the town. On your way, you hear a leaden sound of a bell clanging. Three peals, two peals, and then three peals. Somehow the rain-choked sky seems to strangle the sound, cutting it short in a way that leaves an extra chill under your clothes. As you approach the entrance to the village, a piece of weathered wood has been affixed to a post just outside. Although the worm-eaten wood was obviously fished from the sea at some point, skillful hands have worked with it and it's been neatly maintained as a sign. The signpost itself is straight and smooth and a small border of stones has been placed at its foot. On the sign... Ornate white fracture letters have been painted, spelling out the town's name, Meersdorf. Is there a well? Is there like a center spot of the uh, town? Uh, is it grass? Is it Does it have a well there or something like that? There are cobblestones that make for neat streets through the town. From the outside, it appears to be very cold and forbidding, but as you enter the, the main street, ahead you can see that it's kind of a straight shot through town, the buildings themselves form something of a ring around a central plaza. There is a well there. Okay. I'm going to, uh, Wamberbash walks up sort of nonchalantly to make it seem like sort of belongs here. I'm going to go over to the well and I'm going to, um, uh, lower the bucket because I'm going to take a, and there's probably a ladle off this side. I'm going to pull up some water, take the ladle and put it into the bucket and I'm going to just sip from it and I'm going to look around just to see if I see people or, you know, if I see some wrestling or people looking in like hiding or I just want to assess the situation in the town a little bit. From the moment you step foot onto the cobbled streets, there's a sense of watchfulness, but nobody is out in the street. Okay. You see the occasional flicker as shutters inch open just far enough for an eye to peer out, and then they clack shut very quickly. So I'm going to, uh, once I get the drink and look around or whatever, I'm going to put the ladle down and, you know, tie up the bucket or whatever, and I'm going to look uh, and try to find what looks to be like a an inn or um, some type of a place that's like a pub, maybe with some some rooms or something like that. Is that, is that, do they have something like that? There are a couple key buildings that jump out at your site. Uh, the first one is a if you imagine german style buildings you know just uh with the with the half timber and mm-hmm. everything there's one that has a sign hanging out front that has a golden sheep in profile so it's the side view of it there's a little girl standing on the staircase that leads up to the front door and she's just sitting there she has little ribbons in her hair and she's looking at you very fixedly okay she's got a smile playing around her face and somehow in spite of the rain she seems to be 
happy to watch you. Also, just east of the well, there is a large, large for this village, a two-story building that is the tallest building in this collection of houses. It's got two turrets, one on either side of the front door, and they reach up, and it's from here that the bell was ringing. Okay. But again, everywhere else, all the doors on these buildings are closed. The only living person that you see is this little girl. Okay, uh, am I... Uh, am I sort of equal? Am, am I sort of equal space in between the two buildings? Yeah. So the inn is to the south. Okay. This tall, imposing-looking building is to the east. I would say maybe fifty yards. I don't know if Wamberbash would know this. A sheep profile, a lot of times, is like a clothing thing. So I don't know if this is a clothing place or a pub, unless they call the pub the sheep, like the golden or sheep. the golden sheep. Um. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the the foreboding place, and I'm gonna head over to where the little girl is. And as I walk toward her direction, I'm just gonna like lift my hand up and like wave to her and see what her reaction is. She giggles, <laughs> and she bounds down the stairs, and she runs up and hugs you. Hey, uh, I I'm looking for a place to get something to eat and a, a place to stay. She runs off some sentence in a language you do not understand. Uh, it sounds very happy. She's Again, she's giggling. The water trickling off of you is splashing on her, and she laughs as it hits her face. Uh, all right, then Wamberbash um, points to the building from whence she came, and then I'm going to look at her and put both of my hands uh, uh, together and put it on the side of my face and close my eyes as this to simulate sleep and, and point again at the building. She nods vigorously and grabs you by the hand, and at this point, your senses, you, you've been maintaining a kind of an awareness of your surroundings, you notice that windows have opened significantly and heads are poking out of the windows. They Very concerned faces are looking down at you. Okay, so I'm going to walk with her up to the building. Um, I suppose it's a public building, so I'm just going to open up the door yeah. um, and, and sort of walk in. A gust of warm air pushes out of the, uh, the common room inside and a smell of cooking food yes. assails your nose. It smells delicious. It's okay. a mixture of rich broths and baking potatoes and meats and breads and all it's just everything all at once and it smells like the most heavenly thing you have smelled in a long time as i look are there stairs that go up to what look like to be rooms and stuff no this this building is a single story okay but in the back it looks like there might be sleeping quarters toward the back okay i'm gonna uh head up to i suppose there's sort of a bar area Yes. Okay. I'm going to walk up there and uh, I'm going to say, uh, I- I'm looking for a-, a room. The man stares at you for a moment. He is probably not a whole lot older than you. He says something to the girl whose name is apparently Gisela. She runs around behind the bar, disappears from sight because she's so short, but you can see him resting his hand on her head. You asked for a room, yeah? Yeah, a room and, and maybe some food. I think we can provide that. I, I have two, uh, two of uh, companions. They're, they're not here yet, uh, so I would need a room big enough for three. I see. Yes, it, it is not... He fumbles around for the word for a moment. Hospitable outside. Please do bring them. Okay, great. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll be back shortly. Back in the stable, Tira... Well, Farron, you've managed mm-hmm. to secure the bandage, the makeshift bandage around Tira's arm. It takes no time at all for her to bleed through that. Tira is directing Farron to rumble through her own, uh, Tira's own sack, looking for stuff, but there's really nothing 
I've got berries, I've got mushrooms, I've got more clothes. Um, Farron also has some clothing um, from when they had gotten out of the last town in disguise. Mm -hmm. So she has some of those cloths still with her. <laughs> and uh, I grab the cloth and tear it, try to make more bandages for Tira, um, tie it around her, you know, kind of swap yeah. out those bandages and then try to prepare some more for next time because I'm sure yeah. she's going to keep bleeding at this point. Yeah, basically, Womberbash, by the time you get back, it looks like they're on their second round of bandaging. The bleeding has slowed. And so, Tira, you finally start to feel a little stable, maybe a little lightheaded. Mm -hmm. I imagine I'm looking pretty gray by now. How mm -hmm. far of a walk is it? Half mile. Um, so about 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back, plus the time you spent in town. So total, you've been gone for about a half hour. I, I found a place, I think, that, that uh, they'll put us up for a room, and they have food there. Um, are you okay to walk, Tira? If the two of you will help me, let's just get there. Uh, I'm going to spend two side points, uh -huh. and I'm going to do a feat of strength, and just just for sake of, I mean, I could carry her probably normally, but this is just going to aid, and I could yeah. get a little faster, and I'm going to ask her to get on my back. I'm going to carry her like a... like. Piggyback. Okay. I don't know that I could hold on to you with this arm. Maybe you should just scoop well, me up What like we'll that. do is we'll put a uh, piece of cloth up and around your back underneath your shoulders and like we'll tie it. Like Yeah, and we'll yeah. tie it on my front. All right, hold on. I get plus five on strength checks. Okay, sounds good. You won't need to do any checks okay. unless you really want to. No. However. <laughs> yes, please. Because Kevin, I'm going to fail. <laughs> I don't like hearing the DM roll dice. And I don't like him smiling. <laughs> you don't get to know. <laughs> you arrange her in your arms or on your back, on my back. On your back in a way that is comfortable. It takes a moment of adjusting. You make your way out of the stable and one of the sheep says, "Goodbye." <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> It sounds all all Farron and Tira hears is a sheep bleeding. Oh, okay. Oh. But Womberbash, what you hear is somebody, a clear voice from the sheep saying goodbye. I'm going to stop in my tracks and turn around and look at the sheep and say, did, did you say something? I didn't say anything. No. You didn't hear the sheep just say goodbye? The sheep? Nobody said any. I heard a sheep making sheep noises. It's crunching contentedly on a mouthful of alfalfa. I think I think you just heard it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I heard no one. Uh, so I'm just continuing to turn back around and just and walk. I'm, I'm going to do a brisk walk because I want to yeah. get her there as soon as possible. Yeah. You pass back by the horse paddock. You hear horses actually talking to each other too. But again, to Farron and Tira, it just sounds like they're wickering to each other. Womper Mesh looks at the horse, stops and looks at the horses and say, wonderful day, isn't it? <laughs> it sure is. Did you hear that? Womper Bash, I, let's what go. Are you we doing? gotta get Tira to the village. These animals are talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they're talking to you? Animals make noises. He just, the horse just said it is a good day. What? Bash, are you all right? I don't know. I, let's, I guess, just go. All right. You stumble into town. The rain continues to lash down. It's, it, there's no sign of it relenting. And as you get there, 
Uh, you go back out into that central area. There's a crowd of people standing there. It's very eerie. Tira, to your current state of awareness, it feels very ominous. There are There's no outward signs of anger or hostility, but it's a very watchful group, and there's not a word spoken among any of them as you splash your way across the cobblestones in the direction of the inn. You said they're all out in the square now? Yeah. As I, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to continue walking and look at them and just say, my, my friend's hurt, uh, so yeah. At that, there's some muttering between them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the faces. I wish this was a video <laughs> podcast sometimes. Uh, there is some muttering now between them as you speak, when suddenly the ground beneath your feet rocks. The sky is lit with a brief flash of pure white light. To the southeast, far, far distant, high in the sky, a single burning light streaks upward, rising higher and higher until with a gentle wink, the distant clouds devour it. Strangely, its light burns even from behind the thick clouds. As you all stand staring into the sky, including the villagers, marveling at this incredible sight, an eternity seems to pass as it rises and the moments drain away. Then, all at once, an incredible wave of dizziness slams into each of the three of you and the world suddenly feels as though it's tilted at a crazy angle. Each of you staggers, but it isn't until the villagers nearest you begin to gasp and draw back that you realize you have each started to glow. Also, Womberbash, from your hip, there's a burning sensation. Ah! Ah! Uh, uh, something, something's wrong with my hip. I, 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 Womberbash is going to turn and just stumble back over to the... In Womberbash's mind, he knows that he feels best when he's eating. Yes. Uh, and also, I wasted a lot of energy. And yeah. so, in my mind, I'm like, look, I need to eat as mm -hmm. fast as possible. And I need to get her to a room as fast as possible so she can rest. Because I'm sure she's bleeding all over my back right now. Yeah. yeah. It blends right in with, you, with your robe. So, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make your way up the stairs. Gisela is standing at the top and she beckons you in. The two of you, e even in your current state, Tira, there is a sense of hominess to this place that you wouldn't have expected from the outside, but it immediately feels, you feel a lessening of your fears and your concerns. Gisela says something as you pass, Wamberbash. Dubst ein glänzender Mann. I'm going to just like <laughs> look, at the, look at the innkeeper or the guy behind the bar and say, I, can I get that room, please? Uh, certainly, this way. And he leads you past the bar. There's a little arched doorway made of dark wood, and you pass through, and there's a very comfortable, very neat room. Everything is perfectly made up. The bed has clean sheets on it. There's a smell of fresh linen in the air. We're about to tear this room up. <laughs> oh, she appears to be injured. Yeah, yeah. do you have any, like, maybe some band clean bandages or something and some, some water? Yes, he gives some brief instructions to Gisela, who is already running out of the room, and she comes back with strips of cloth. All right, so I'm going to lower her onto the bed and uh, and going to rub my hip or whatever. Yeah, uh, what, what, your is hand it lightning pain? Your or hand passes over the bag at your hip. Okay. It's something in the bag. They're pressing against you. Oh, okay. Ah, so I take my bag off. Yep. And I open it up and look inside. Your spoon is glowing. Bright white light. It's my spoon. I picked up the spoon and I'm it, holding it It up. burns your hand. Ah! It clatters to the floor. What happened? Look at my spoon. It's glowing. 
bring it over here to cauterize my wounds. <laughs> right? <laughs> so Wrap gonna, that junk in some leather and then. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, like a blanket or something or so, it's just a piece of cloth around and trying to like wrap my hand a little bit and just pick up the uh the spoon that it way. was burning through your leather bag yeah yeah it there's a smoking smell in i'm the gonna air. pick it up and put it onto a table next to the bed or something yeah. it starts to sear the wood but it's not it's not going to burn the wood okay, it's just okay. leaving a black mark on it the innkeeper who uh i'm sorry my name is johan i will do what i can to assist but uh, oh, I think somebody is out front. And you hear muttering voices coming from out front. Uh, thank you. Uh, I will be right back. Okay. Do we still feel like the world is mm. off balance? It's a fading sensation. But yes, at the moment, you still feel like the world is tilted 10 degrees. All right. I must have lost a lot of blood. I feel really, really dizzy. No, I'm, I feel messed up too. I, I need some food, I think. It's all of us. Does this normally happen when you raise a pillar? It didn't after the first one. I don't remember anything like this. I wonder if we did something wrong. There's some shouting from out front, and then you hear Johan's placating voice. And after a moment, footsteps going back outside, but Johan comes back bearing some food. The villagers are not very happy. What? We didn't, what, we didn't do anything to them. You did not, no. I, I see that... You care for each other, and that is a good sign. But I will say that we had a visitor very recently who appeared in much the same way that you have. And he, there were some very odd things about him. Strange things began happening. I was very much against it, but they have imprisoned him in the town hall. I, can, I, can I see him? Do I, can, I, can I see who it is? He is in the dungeon. Here, here, you, you look famished. You look very weak. Thank you. I'm going to take uh, and dig in my bag and take out um, two gold pieces, and I'm going to give them the gold pieces. Okay, great. I don't know how much this costs, but I think two gold pieces should be pretty good. Uh, yeah. He looks with wide eyes at the gold circles in your hand. As you tip them into his hand, he looks very appreciative. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So we make sure we keep track of our money, because we've got like a billion, quadrillion dollars. We should keep track <laughs> of two gold. more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <came from. laughs> Yeah, we don't use very much money in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm bad with that. Things need to cost more. Oh, great. Thanks, Meredith. Hey, thanks, Meredith. Appreciate it. We okay. save the people and we get everything for free. Yeah, yeah. Do you need anything else? I, I have some liniments. Perhaps I can... I think I need something to close this wound up. I mean, she might even just sit there and sew the thing herself because, I mean, it's a big old... You got some cat gut or something? Yeah, yeah. He, he has some of those things with him, and uh, you're able to start with that. There is a salve. It's a, a sticky, gooey salve that he, uh, with Gisela's help, begins to apply to, to the worst of your wounds. There is a cooling sensation as it goes on, and a, a gentle numbness starts to spread from where he applies it. What time is it? It is, that's a good question. I'm going to say it is about 10 in the morning at this point. Oof. Hmm. Getting rest doesn't have to be at night, though, correct? Correct. We can technically go to sleep yeah. now if we're yeah. exhausted, right? Yes. Um, is, is it Yo- Johan? Is that what it is? Yes. Johan, uh, can we... Um, are we going to be okay here? Like, can we rest, or is there going to be a problem with the villagers? It is hard to say. Why don't you start? I shall try to keep them out. Okay, so um, I think we should get a rest, because I need a long rest. Yeah. I think you need one as yeah. well. I'm almost um, We all do. Yeah. 
Okay, so th- thank you, Johan. I think we're going to just, we're going to rest now. And are there locks on these doors? Yes. Okay. So when he leaves, I'm going to lock the door. Okay. Is there a window as well? There are small windows fairly high up. They're maybe two feet square. So they don't pose any danger of anyone coming in? They would have to be very determined to do it and fairly small in order to get through uh, through a window. But good, good thinking. Mm-hmm. The moments pass away, but a couple hours later, you hear somebody out in the street yelling something. Tira, you're, I'm going to say you are out. Yeah, I yeah. think I fainted. Yeah. Wamberbash and Farron, you hear a distant voice through the windows. Can we look? Can I? Can I stand on the a bed or something and look out the windows yeah. to see? Yeah, you can make uh, make your way there. You stand up and your nose is basically peeking up over the ledge, but you see somebody out in the square. The bell is pealing again, that same heavy, dull sound, and somebody appears to be shouting something. Dirita, come! I don't understand what they're saying. Yeah, I, I don't know this language. Let, let me see. And I move the table that he said he put the spoon on uh, over to the under the window. And the I, spoon is still glowing. Okay. But it doesn't have the same heat to it that it did. Okay. I don't do anything with the spoon, but I just stand up on there to look out the window and see what, what Bash is yeah. seeing. You have a slightly better vantage from the table. Uh, you're not sinking down as you stand on it. And so uh, you see a crowd gathering, and they're pointing excitedly but they, they are milling outside the town hall, what, what you're taking to be the town hall okay, from the okay. double turrets out front. Right, so it has nothing to do with us at this point. Yeah, I don't think the commotion is, is about us, so that's good. How, how, how much, how far, you said a couple hours later? Yes, okay. you're a couple hours into the, into the rest. Didn't Johan say that's where they're holding the person captive? Yeah, yeah, I... I, I wonder if something's happening with that person. I'd like to know who it is, especially because he said that they arrived similarly to the way we came, which we, we didn't come in any real... Yeah, I wonder who that could be. Do wonder... you have any idea? No, I have no idea. I, I don't know if he means it because we were glowing just a, you know, a few hours ago, or because when I first got here, nothing weird happened. When I found where we could stay, and then I just went back to go pick you all up, and so I, I don't know. I, I think we should rest, though, because... Uh, Just remember, rest, for purposes of long rest, it's low-level activity, so you don't have to be asleep to I get see, the benefits of it. Okay, so right now we're still resting, mm-hmm. is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Sleep is obviously a part of it, if you... Right. Yeah. I don't want to get the, mili- the villagers mad either, so I think we should just stay in their room for a while. Absolutely. I can keep uh, watching the window if you want to actually uh, get some sleep. Okay, are you going to finish that bowl of that stew or whatever, or... Can I have it? You can have it. Okay, thank you. There's a clattering sound outside in the square, and a troop of mounted soldiers comes riding in. They are riding on war horses with heavy iron shoes on them, uh, full barding. The soldiers themselves are clad in full plate. They have heavy visors and long spears with pennants on them. They dismount, people are pointing excitedly, and they march into the town hall. When I see that, I go over and I gently wake Bash. I'm going to let Tira sleep, but I, I want to tell Bash what's going on because okay. that's a pretty big commotion at this point. What's going on? Bash, some kind of uh, militant force just came in and stopped in front of the... T- Bash jumps on the bed a little bit and looks out the, the window. Yeah, they're, they're at that building across the way. The last of the soldiers ducks into the doorway. Oh, man. Something's definitely up. Should I mean, we wake Tira? I don't think so. She really needs the rest. I mean, I, it's none of our business, though, is it? Right? I mean, 
I think we should be watchful for something going on. That's an awful lot of troops coming in. At this point, Tira, we can consider this a short rest. Uh, if you would like to, you can use hit dice to recoup hit points. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. Uh, you can roll as many times as you like, um, and then you get whatever you roll plus your constitution I should bonus. have 11 now, right? Yeah. And for the for for me and Bash, how do we know if we do do we get anything for? Yeah, you can absolutely uh, you can use hit dice if you want to recoup any hit points. None of you gets any side points or or spell spell slots back Um, until a long. So you said I I get my die plus what? Constitution. Okay, so that's fifteen already. That's good. Hang on. And like I said, you can use as many as you like. I'm basically assuming that you're preparing yourselves. Yeah, to be able to react to something. Like, what if they come over across the way? What if uh-huh. some villagers say, hey, there's some people over there, okay. and then they come for us? Michael, how many side points do you have left? Is that what you're calculating at the moment? Yeah, I'm calculating that. Um, I'm getting my hit points back because I can technically dip into them to augment my side points. Okay, you can. Yeah. Uh, don't forget that you also lose... One point per use of, of side oh. points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, I, I mean, I as a bonus action, I can actually regain uh, hit points, not temporary hit points, in the amount of side points that I also spend. So it's sort of negating it. It says right here, it says, immediately after you spend side points on outside discipline, you can take a bonus action to regain hit points equal to the number of side points you spend. But if, but if it costs you a point every time you... But if, if, I, but if I spent seven side points... He gets seven back and loses one. Yeah, so... Oh, okay. So I, I'm going to say that it applies after... So the minus one applies after the effect. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. fine. I mean, I, it, I don't, I, but I mean, with as many side points as I spend, which is normally like three or five or yeah, seven, uh-huh. it's really not yeah. having an effect. Yeah. I'm going to have max uh, hit points. Okay. So um, I'm just asking you guys his advice. Nice so kicks. I rolled five times mm-hmm. because at the at a long rest, I'll be able to get all of my hit points mm-hmm. back, but I don't know if I should just roll out more to kind of max I'm out not. My- you know, I'm figuring a short rest, I'm not going to be back to full strength at the end of a short rest. So I roll, I only rolled four dice. I had some good rolls. So I got, um, I got back up to 110. Wow. Um, well, those are some yes, good rolls. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm only my, at my 62. Hit, my hit die is a D12 <laughs> and gonna... my constitution modifier is four. Uh, so yeah. once I rolled max, once I rolled an 11. I think I should roll more. Just so I, I'm down to seven hit dice, but I'm back up to only net down. I'm, I'm only down 21 hit points. Great. Now. That's fantastic. Yeah. They right, really so. negated that negative 30 that I got from the, from the sneak attack. Okay, I'm rolling another 10. Hey. I only have 18 side points left. Okay. Dude. There's a tap at your door, at the bedroom door. So Ron Wombash runs over and unlocks the door and just opens it a little bit to see who it is. I'm afraid I must get you out of here, says Johan. What's going on? The Ritter, they have come. Who's this? They are enforcers. They are very suspicious of those who do not behave like others. And I'm afraid I must get you out of here. What about the guy that's captured? They have gone into the town hall. Did he do anything to hurt anybody in the village? No, but you must understand, we have many stories about those who wield the kinds of powers that he displayed. But he didn't do anything wrong. It doesn't matter, at least not to most. How many, how many of these... I'm sorry, I must get you out. Gather your things. Come. Bash, get your spoon. 
Okay, he grabs a spoon, throws it in his bag, and yep. puts his bag on. Tira, you are waking up to the sounds of hurried voices speaking. What is happening right now? You feel much better. There's some guys here, and apparently they might be uh, mean to us. <laughs> are you five? <laughs> <laughs> Did bad guys come to the big place? <laughs> A military force came in to the building where they're holding that captive they spoke about. Did you guys find out who he was? No. No, we don't know, but apparently he didn't hurt anyone, but I think they're going to probably- Over here. Come this way. Where are we going? How many of them were there? Did you count? There were five. I saw five. I don't think we can let that guy just be in the hands of those people. He didn't do anything wrong. What, then why are they here to, to apprehend him? Yo- Johan says because he's different. Because he's like us. Come quickly. He Come opens, quickly where? He opens a door at the end of the hall. It opens out to the back side of the building. Y- Johan, listen, I, we, we can't just run away from... If that person didn't do anything wrong, we can't just leave him here. I understand. This will take you by the town hall. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Gisela will lead you. I will take care of things here. Gisela grabs you by the hand, Wamberbash, and now she looks much more serious and focused. She leads you around, uh, out the back, around the corner where there's a small alley that leads along behind the buildings. And after a couple of turns, you see that you are basically at the back corner of the town hall. There is along the base, along the foundation of the building, there are occasional openings about two feet wide by one feet tall with heavy bars in them. And she leads you along one opening, two openings, three openings, and there she stops, and she points down. Okay, so Wumberbash drops down and tries to get his head up in there then, and what what do I see? Uh, You can't really fit your head in unless you turn it sideways and you're lying on the ground. The heavily barred window is low enough to the ground that the frequent rainwater often drains in here. Although past hands have tried to build a low barrier of mud scraped from the floor inside to keep it out, a steady stream trickles past you in pools on the filthy flagstones below. As you follow the streaming water, you're shocked to hear a low moan. You shift a little to see in the dim light that a figure lies curled up on the cold floor. It moves uneasily and a splash indicates it settled at least partially in some of the pooled water. As this happens, deeper in the shadows, unseen vermin scuttle away for warmer, drier places. As you shift on the stones, the figure stiffens slightly, the low moaning stops, it rolls over slowly and a man's drawn face pillows onto grimy hands slid under his graying head. His eyes are closed for a long time, but you recognize him. Deor. (gasps) The old man from the Battle of the Sea of Grass, the man who after the battle revealed himself as Inderil, and the one you know as the stag. That's where we're going to end this episode. Oh, I was going to ask if I could see that too or if it was just bad. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you each three experience points for your various interactions and things. You get one exploration point for the village of Mirsdorf. And let's go from there. Norse battle. Uh, I'd like Farron to get an extra point or so for helping me with my wounds. Yep. Yeah. Why don't you take two? Teamwork is always good. Mm-hmm. And Bash should get some points for... Uh, Making first contact in the village and finding us a place to yeah, absolutely stay. Yeah, why don't you take a couple there, Bash, or one since you look surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, two, two is fine. I didn't do anything. I fainted. <laughs>
Yeah, I didn't do much either. Um, I do want to give you one extra one for remembering Bash's spoon. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So get your spoon. That, that was easy to forget. Don't yes. forget your spoon, Because I was going to leave it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. were well, like, I'm out of here. I was thinking, uh, they don't like these magic folks, so they're not going to take very kindly to a glowing spoon. Yeah, no too. kidding. <laughs> yeah. Good thinking. Great. Any other nominations? Uh, I want to nominate Bash uh, for his, I guess, his... His role play and how he's getting it to how he reacts. I know it's kind of off-putting to us when he makes the faces, but it's just him getting into the game. It's off-putting when I make the faces? Well, because then I want to laugh and stuff and yes. Nah, I get that's that's in game. No. I mean, it's, 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 that's like playing. I mean, it's him. It's, it's Bash. Plus, how and, and how you had to react to hearing animals talking to you. <laughs> I am we trying. I don't know what that's about yet. I'm yeah. trying to trying to close the XP gap between you and him. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. No points for Bash. <laughs> All right, let's get a hey, recap. Wait a <laughs> let's get a recap. That's not fair either. Tira is 16 points into level 11. Wammer Bash is 32 points into level 11. Farron is 94 points into level 10. What? So close. Hey, good job. And uh, we are progressing the story. You have. Stumbled across Enderil. In a sad state. Yeah, pretty pretty grim looking. And we'll see what happens next time right here at Stack of Dice. I am going to spend... I am going to spend... Where is this stupid thing? Hold on a second. Are you looking for feet of strength? I have it here. I just, I'm not seeing it. Search for it. Control F. Oh, here it is. (laughs) Okay. Ooh, did you hear the big news? Um, George Lucas finally revealed Yoda's last name. What is it? Lehihu. Why do we care what Yoda's last name is? I just thought it was neat that they finally gave him a last name. Lehihu? Lehihu. Lehihu. Yoda Lehihu. <laughs> I got it. I don't like you. I'm leaving. I'm leaving you. I'm like, thank you. What? <laughs> oh, I say that all the time. His joke. Whenever was just he says, whenever he makes a bad joke or something like that, I'll go. I'm leaving you after dinner. <laughs> or after, right after this thing. Oh, Catherine will say stuff like, "No, no, she'll say like, uh, it's grounds for divorce." <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> You're fishing, but I don't think you're going to find anything in there. Oh, funny.